excuse me, I'm going to go take a picture of and make my son look like like a broccoli. So everyone mind your business. Thank you. Done. <laughs> Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I'm your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I get to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. You heard the new music last week, and this week it signifies our new series, The Summer of Mentorship, which we do every year. This year, we're doing something a little different. Instead of republishing old episodes, I've invited my friend Cynthia Yanoff, who's the host of the Mesmerize podcast, to join me in answering your questions. We answer them with a lot of humor and a little mentoring. I hope you're enjoying it. This is episode 415. Let's get right to it. Here we go. Um, what do you think? Someone gave them to me to match my book. Your earrings are very cute. They're those long ones. Um, and I have short neck syndrome. And so like they like rest on my shoulder. And so you, I feel... can't, you can't wear long. But you have hoops. I have hoops. But they're like you don't do hoops. like studs. No. No. I don't like, not my earrings, not my men, none of it. Um, <laughs> yes, I gave you those earrings to match your book. I was so excited. You, you should buy it. Have you bought a copy? Of your book? I didn't have to because a publisher sent me a copy. Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. Not a PDF like I sent you? <laughs> it wasn't even a P. It was like the rough draft. <laughs> it was a rough draft. Heather, yeah, coming on my podcast. And I was so excited to have her as a guest. And I was like, hey, I don't have the book. I mean, never mind, like, you know, Priscilla Shire and Max Lucado and others send me book. Not Heather no, McFadden. No, She's I not mean, going to. I'm time for that. And then she sends me like some rough draft copy. She's like, I can't even find it. And I was hoping you could help edit. (laughs) Uh, When you came over for the first time, I was like, how clean Mm -hmm. do I clean the house? Because I don't want you to think, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like one way, like I'm a super clean person, which I'm not. But I also like want to be respectful of, I don't. I want to be hospitable and that I don't have my laundry out thinking you'll help me fold like it. Your dirty underwear is like Dirty underwear, dust bunnies, all the things. So it was a tricky thing. But then uh, you came over and you noticed something on my walls that I like oh, yeah. see every day that mm-hmm. I didn't even think about. That's the thing about when people come to your house because it's like don't. New yeah. Like you. it's all new. And then people will be like, oh, what's that? Yeah. Whatever. And I'm like, oh, I I've been really ignoring that. it. Okay, so yeah, so I came over to Heather's house. Yes, I did. And by the way, it was so ridiculous. Heather and I are like good friends, but new good friends, not yeah. old good friends. And right. so something had just happened. I'm in tears and I'm not even a teary person. So I'm all weird anyway. It was a whole thing. And I love crying. Crying is my favorite. I, I, I don't know. Crying. I don't really know how to process that. It's like on Elf when he says smiling is my favorite, crying is my favorite. And so for you to show up crying was like, Oh, she really, really cares about me. Hmm. Okay. So, (laughs) so I'm walking down her hallway. I just had to keep going. I wasn't sure where to, where to, where to land with that. You're like, don't even know what to do with my, cause I'm not a crier. Okay. Okay. And so I'm walking down the hallway and she has her family pictures that are so cute. And she has literally the identical picture that I have in my hallway going to my bedroom, the newborn photo. For one of her older kiddos, the yeah. newborn photo that I have for my older one. And it is, well, I think you have one of your husband and a different one of you. And I, and the one that I have is of me. And so we're holding the baby. I think it's black and white. Is it black and totally. white? Okay. We're holding the newborn and our head is down and they're all swaddled up and it's black and white. And it's this attempt at art of some <laughs> sort. 
not to mock your picture. Your picture no, 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 no. This was a theme. Okay. This, was, this, this was, is what we did. This is what we did. And so how old, how old is that kid that... I'm, yeah, that was 2007. Okay. So I have a kid. I, have, I mean, I have 2005, I have 2007. Both got I have an 07. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I have an 07 kiddo too, right? I can't remember. It's so confusing, <laughs> these birthdays. Nonetheless, I have the exact same photo. And I'm laughing so hard because I'm like... Why were we doing that picture? Like yeah. swatt- we haven't swaddled tight, and we're not smiling. We're not looking at the camera. We're looking down at them. Like, like this oh, is like you are my treasured gift, child. Yeah, I will. As not we're smile. wearing the giant underwear diaper thing. <laughs> yeah, because they're brand new. I mean, you have to do it within a certain period of time. Like the newborn mm-hmm. photographer would only book it within like a week or two of birth because yeah. then they got too difficult. And because then it gets weird. It's like when you're watching like <laughs> then it TV. Gets weird. It was already weird. It's <laughs> it's weird. It's like when they're watching when you're watching TV and like the person like has their baby and you're like, oh, that's like a six month old that just came out of there. And like you can't do that. So like time is the essence with this ridiculous picture that we both have. It's sweet, but it's real weird. And then I started thinking about okay, other trends and newborn photoing. Yeah. Remember when people I love y'all listening. If you have this, it's fine. But it got really weird when people were dressing their kids like a vegetable, like a what? cabbage. You doing Ann Gettys? Well, then everybody was knocking it off. Oh. And so then next thing I know, I'm getting all these birth announcements. I'm like, oh, look, they had an asparagus. <laughs> like, Junior what? asparagus, like veggie what tails. What were we doing? And then I'm going to give you one more. I miss the veggie years. Like I didn't, I did too. I I didn't never, have a kid. I didn't have a kid then. I didn't have a kid then. Well, now they're all so adorable. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah. Let but me give what, you another one before, and then we're going to get to current day trend because yeah. I don't know if I know what it is. But the one after that that people got really into was we're going to gather everyone and take the photo sitting on our beautiful bed. Oh, the bed. The bed. The whole family. And I'm like, listen. And the dog. And the dog. And I'm like, listen, why are we in the primary bedroom sitting on the bed as a family holding this baby? Like, I don't know if I needed that. Yeah. window no no i don't need that i don't need to see that and it was going on to christmas cards i think i just got one this year a christmas card we love you guys on, it's fine. On the, the bed yeah i think okay <laughs> i'm just really remembering we have a picture oh, of no. all of our feet nope we're laying on the bed and it's the bottom of our feet nope. my husband's mine the little toddler and the baby no that's weird well now that two i'm thinking of those about four it four feet are cute <laughs> Well, maybe you have cute feet. I don't know, you guys. I have I, the most heinous feet. I have a high instep. I don't know that that's a cute foot. I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe. But I think that nowadays what I was thinking about, I was I was going into a boutique, which I knew was going to be expensive. And I was thinking about our finances and budgeting. And I probably shouldn't be here. And then I was thinking, you know what they don't tell moms of little kids? What's up? Stop spending all the money. You are going to need the money to feed them as mm. teenagers, to send them to college, to mm. pay for all of the the outfits and the proms and the dances. Don't worry about what they're wearing and all the money when they're one and two. They're the easiest. Buy the diapers or do the cloth diapers or whatever. There's already expenses built in to having littles. Mm -hmm. Adding to it by making them dress in a full like anthropology look outfit when they don't care. (sighs) Just for the yeah. Instagram? I know, but for argument's sake, when else do you get to dress them? Because I'm going to tell you, they hit sixth, seventh grade it's and you aren't dressing them. Like, they wear. Save the dollars. Go to Walmart, do the right. knockoff, go to the resale shop. I think that's big now, though. I do okay. think that people are doing. Re- I was sitting next to a lady on the airplane and she was real big into the resale shops. And I'm like, yes, do that. Save the money. She was doing it for the planet, but I'm like, save your dollars. It gets expensive. I get that. I get that. So, wait. 
my question then becomes this. What is today's newborn photo? And maybe, yeah. Heather, I mean, I'm not trying to blow up your Instagram. Blow up mine. <laughs> I don't care. Maybe people need to like send us yeah. some pictures. Like what is your new? Maybe and, they don't do it. Maybe they're saving gonna dollars. We're maybe. not going to mock. Heather, we might mock. I'm we're, not going to mock. We're not going to mock. Actually, let's all mock together the most ridiculous yeah. newborn picture you have. Yes. Have you seen the ones where it's like she's pregnant and then she's holding the baby in the same position after? Like where uh, her baby would have yeah. been? <laughs> so or where the dads are in it holding the belly mm-hmm. before the baby's even born? There's, yeah. Everybody, yeah, let's do that. Will you do and that? Now, and did you see there's not just a, like a, hey, a gender reveal party. There's a name reveal party people oh, are doing. On. Really? Yeah, like popping balloons. Like it's not Rose, it's not Beth, it's Velma. No, and it, then everyone has to react. Like you no, hate Velma, right? Like, why are you, don't do this? That's on you. Because That's on you. Listen, you don't tell anybody that baby's name because everybody's got an opinion, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, my sixth grade bully was named no. Velma." Yeah, yeah. And so, did you have a gender reveal party? No, I think I'm too old. And then my my little my my seven year old my little bit that we adopted from foster care i mean i mean he was or you are you us, didn't right? go through the yeah, right no like he pregnancy showed and everything. yeah no, all that so he everybody already knew so that's weird when we finally got to adopt i'm like it's a boy they're like we yeah. know we've been looking at him for i two mean years. if i'd have done a gender reveal for mm-hmm. any of i cried in every ultrasound after the first two why because it's another boy <laughs> We love you, kids. It's fine up there. No, I've worked through it. My my dad was so sweet. He would call and be like, well, the world needs more godly men. It does. And he entrusted you with that. And it felt like a mission, you know. But at the same time, I'm like, no bows, no tights, no ballet. Do people say that? And people say that, right? Because I have different, I have both genders. But people say stuff like that, like in the grocery store, they're like, oh, did you want a girl? Do they do that? Oh, when I was pregnant with the fourth, they would say, oh, is it a girl? Because I'd have the three little ones all around me. And... I would see their faces fall when I'd say, it's another boy. Finally, a woman gave me words to say. She had the experience where you didn't know until you're in the hospital what gender you're having. And Mm. so people would come into the hospital visiting her holding a dress. Oh, wow. Yeah. A little girl baby dress. And she said, this is what you need to say. She said, with such cute boys like this, who wouldn't want another one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, throw it back in their face. Yeah, what are you saying? I don't want more of these cute things. Excuse me, I'm gonna go take a picture of make my son look like like a broccoli. So everyone mind your business. Thank you. Done. (laughs) Hey y'all, I love sharing some of my favorite things with you. And one of those things, it feels like the unicorn of beauty products is Thrive Cosmetics because it is a combination of products that work, products that are clean and products that give back. And my absolute favorite thing that they make is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. So I have been on the lookout for a good mascara that doesn't smudge or flake. I have the way my eyes are, they're more inset. And so other mascaras, oftentimes I'll get like dark rings under my eyes or just flakes over the course of the day, or it breaks my eyelash. My eyelashes, my hair in general is fine. I have a lot of it, but it's fine. Anyway, what... Thrive Cosmetics Mascara does is it creates a, they have a proprietary tubing formula. So that kind of wraps around each eyelash, which means it stays on when I need it to, but it comes off easily without breaking my eyelashes at the end of the day. So I just use soap and water and it just slides right off. You know, all also in the product is nourishing ingredients, which help support. So my eyelashes have never been healthier looking or longer or stronger 
Uh, like I said, I appreciate that they are 100% vegan and cruelty-free beauty products and no parabens, no sulfates, no phthalates, but they work. <laughs> it does not keep them from performing well. And they have a bigger than beauty promise, which means because cause is in the name, Thrive Cosmetics, every purchase is part of their mission to support organizations that help communities thrive, whether it's those battling domestic abuse, homelessness, cancer, and so many more. You have to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com forward slash DMA. That's Thrive Cosmetics, and it's spelled out C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash DMA for 20% off your first order. Okay, we have got another listener question. Are you ready for this? Oh, sure. Let's go. Okay, here it is. Hey, Heather. I absolutely love your podcast and your book. It's been life-changing to fully occupy my God-given space, and I'm so grateful for all of your wisdom and all the answers that you give to other moms. And so um, I do have a question uh, or a challenge that I'm facing right now that I'd like maybe an answer to or some guidance. My three-year-old daughter, I have two, my three-year-old daughter gets jealous of all the attention I give to my one-year-old daughter. Um, and, you know, she's definitely in need of more help right now from mom as a one-year-old. My three-year-old's way more independent. However, when I try to do anything for my youngest, my older steps in and gets jealous and wants me to only help her. I try to balance out my love and attention, but at the end of the day, my oldest will only let me bathe her and put her to bed, whereas she wants dad to help care for little sister. So I guess my question is, what can I do to help this? What I don't get to care for both my daughters evenly because my oldest is really wanting all of mama to herself. <laughs> this is super relatable to, I get this question from moms a lot. Often when the baby's coming, like we were just talking about newborn stuff. Uh, and my tip, and it may not work, just I always throw things out. Try yeah, it. Give it fun. a shot. So two things. One is I would have a basket of books by wherever I was, like, if I was feeding. Now, a one-year-old, you're not really necessarily feeding on the regular. But if it's a newborn, you have yeah. a two-year-old, you are feeding that baby every 45 minutes, it feels like. Mm -hmm. And it takes forever. And it's just like your toddler obviously gets annoyed. Because it seems like you're just cuddling with this baby all the time. Right. You're really, you know, either yeah. breastfeeding and miserable or, you know. I'm just, <laughs> some people some don't people find love it miserable. It. Some people don't love Yeah, but I just feel like some, it can be painful. It can be like you could get mastitis and all that jazz. It's not like. I pumped. Uh-huh. So that's, and hard. fed him. So I did double duty. What? It's That's a lot. It's a lot. It's not I feel easy. for you. But the two-year-old doesn't know all that. That's right. They just see you mm -hmm. touching, holding, caring for the other one. So what I would say instead of, hey, mommy has to feed the baby, I'd say, oh, this is mommy, let's say your daughter's Lily. Mommy Lily time. Pick out three books mm. for mommy Lily time. You get to turn the pages. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it, yes, it's a lot of work, but like multitasking as moms is one area we grow. Yeah. The other thing is making, like I would make an actual time. We're going to have mommy time. And when I had three little ones and a newborn, they would each get 10 minutes with me. Right. We would yeah. set a timer mm -hmm. and I would do whatever they wanted to do for mommy time. And we would do it in the morning and then we would do it after nap time. 
And for some reason, calling it mommy time, talking about mommy time during the day, like, oh, what are you going to do for mommy time today? That was so fun when we made paper airplanes and threw them down the hallway for mommy time. Like, I didn't realize how little one-on-one attention my other kids were getting Mm -hmm. because you think I'm with them all day. Right. But like focused attention. There was even a summer when I had older kids and I realized I'm just critiquing, Mm. breaking up fights. I'm Mm. I'm crowd managing all the time and they're not getting individual attention with me. So we did it again. And it was like, we're going to play Uno for 10 minutes. Like now the teens are like, no, no, I don't want to spend. I don't want to spend time with you. But this was just like a season of like older elementary years. Yeah, that's my tip. Mommy time, I like I calling like it. it out because, of course, that child had you all to themselves for a few years. So yeah, it makes sense that they think. But it's good for them to share attention, right? Don't you feel like? I think it's really good. And uh, okay, I'm going to jump around for just a second and say okay. one thing. Yeah. This mommy time and just spending time individually with your kids and how important that is. And I'm going to just fast forward to a little bit older kids and just say like. Some of the best things I've ever done was, well, just recently, like I took my high school son on a trip, just the two of us. My husband actually couldn't, he was busy with work. And my other one was at college and I left the little one and just the two of us went. Not and alone. I was like, the little one stayed with someone like you did. I mean, just who like... knows? It's my third kid. I don't know. I don't know who had <laughs> There us. was someone in charge. I'm sure there was an adult. <laughs> okay. Ish. Mm-hmm. And so, but I went on like a trip with my older, my, my, my middle son who was in high school. And I was like, this is going to get interesting because like, he's not the biggest talker in the world. Um, he's He's super sweet and so fun. But I'm like, hmm. And we went to Nashville. And I'm going to tell you something. That was like the sweetest trip. I learned so much about him. And I saw Nashville. I've been to Nashville a thousand times. I saw Nashville from his perspective. We went to all the guitar stores. We mm. went to the sports. Like the things I wouldn't do with my older daughter. But it was such a sweet time. And just that re- that reminder that, uh, no, is he like jealous for my time? Not that I'm aware of. But how important that time is from the time they're little all the way up. I just think that's such a good point that she's making a good question. Like how, how do I help? How do I foster that time and make that child feel seen and valued all the things. And then I but I'm just going to, if I might, Heather, go Please. A, little, a little bigger too. One other bigger. Thing. Yeah. So now being a mom that has older kids and a little one. And so I've been, you know, to the playground, to the park with my little one. I even wrote about this, like, you know, the lessons I've learned now from the playground. But one of the things that I always like to talk about is just that, like, when you go to the park and you get there and your kid is off playing by themselves and there's this whole like, oh, my gosh, we came to the park. Why are you not interacting with the kids? What's wrong? And you start freaking out and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, I, I'm going to have I this socialize them. Yes, they have no friends and I didn't put them in whatever the cool thing is. Kinder and, music. I don't know. Yes. All the things yeah. that we pay for, like with a yeah. newborn and like we hold the tambourine in their face. Yes, and there's an egg shaker. Done yeah. it all. Yeah. Done it all. There's so got to be handkerchiefs. For like, sure. here we are. Well, they're they're like, we're out I didn't do that. So now we're playing by themselves mm-hmm. at the playground. And a recluse just, forever. Recluse. And I'm just going to say something I've learned that like there is value in having kids that can play alone because we want to raise kids who can stand alone. Mm-hmm. And like I saw one time on social media, a friend of mine posted a picture that a teacher sent her and it was like that meet at the pole in public school where like it's the first day of school, you take your Bible and you pray or whatever. And um, they were, I don't know where they live, but not in, not in Texas somewhere. 
far, far away. And um, Bangladesh. And they no. sent a Bangladesh. Thank no. you. No, but they had a picture. The teacher sent a picture of her son was by himself standing at the pole. Not one other person behind. You can see masses of kids. It looked like a high schooler. And that kid was praying by himself at the pole, holding a Bible. And I saw that picture. And like, I was like taken. I'm like, I want to raise that kid. How do you mm-hmm. raise that kind of kid? And I just realized like, if we want to raise kids who can stand alone and they're going to have to stand alone in today's culture, right? Like we've never been yeah. more divided economically, socially, uh, biblically, and every even level. in the church. Like if you're standing up for following Jesus and you're pushing yes. against some of the directions some churches are going, and you're like, no, I believe Jesus is this way, you're gonna have to stand you gotta alone stand in that. Alone. Yeah. And so, yes, 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 yes. And so then I realized, I was like, okay, listen, like if I now knowing what I know, but if I want to raise kids that can stand alone, then I've got to let them. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I'm off task a little from our question, but I just want to encourage you that there are places where your kids are going to be jealous or they're not going to be invited to the party or they're not going to make the whatever, all those places. And in those moments, I figured out is where my kids have learned to stand alone. And if I want kids that are going to stand alone, I've got to let them. And so I would just be uncomfortable. Get in that, get comfortable with being uncomfortable in it and, and say like, listen, some of our greatest lessons have come from the places we weren't invited, we weren't included. Yeah. I mean, I go back to that, you know, colloquialism, the truism, but like, you know, that's provision. What seems like punishment many times is actually God's provision over our kids. And it doesn't feel it in the moment for me as a mom or for my kid. But I would just say like, I just feel like it's so important now as an older mom, I look back, I'm like, especially watching where our culture's headed, not to be the downer, but literally we got to raise kids who can stand alone. And so I just encourage you guys and myself too, even this summer when I'm like, oh, it looks like everybody went to the pool with their kids and mine uh, didn't get invited. Maybe I'm thinking about just whatever. like getting off Instagram for the summer. Ooh. Yeah. So I don't see all the trips and all the things. But I, I think you're right. I think yeah. the one aspect I had to grow in mm-hmm. when I moved from one kid to two kids was me being okay with my oldest child being unhappy. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of this question is yep. they're expressing unhappiness and we don't like that feeling because when you have one, you can cater all their needs to continue to make them happy. And I think as you have more kids or, mm-hmm. you know, with their with cousins or, you know, even only children that I've, my friends have been friends with, there's aspects of when they hang out with my crew of four and they're like, oh, I don't want to go to Taco Bell. I'm like, too bad. We're going <laughs> to Taco Bell. Yeah. There's there's a catering to that that's just you don't have a choice in the matter when there's one. Totally. You're like, of course you're going to do what's going to make them comfortable and happy. But as they're growing, this is a good thing that they're growing in. Like you said, they're learning to stand alone. It's be, Playing alone is good. Being uncomfortable, not getting all the attention these are okay things. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be hard in the meantime of learning it. Listen, second, third, and fourth child, you're not getting the <laughs> creepy photo, newborn photo, <laughs> that we way overpaid for where you look like a Mine cabbage. did. My, well, maybe not the cabbage, but yeah, no. I, you're I not getting that. We may put you on our bed in the creepiest way <laughs> with, with the whole family. Feet. <laughs> a foot picture, but yeah. But no, otherwise, I think, otherwise, I think there's a gift in... Yeah. Not getting all the attention on you. It's probably the oldest may feel like they have a spotlight on them to perform or to totally excel because they had all that attention. Well, yeah. And, and you don't know what you're doing. And hey, working working moms that are even like working outside of the home, we're all working. Oh boy, are hey, we all working? I just, yeah, that was one of my chapters, all working moms. 
Oh, I love that. Yeah. I should have read that. If I would have gotten a copy yeah, of that book. Or <laughs> enough, tell I'm, mom alone. You I'm, didn't have me on the show for that one. Oh, that's why. Yeah. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, I can get you one now. I've got a box full. Maybe even an edited one. That would be something. <laughs> but yeah, no, I am with you. And there is a gift in being busy and working and doing some other things too that you're not instantly available. Like I can't, yeah. you and I can't like at the drop of a hat run the lunchbox over or the whatever it is, whatever age your kid is. And I think there's some gift in that. And, and so can I interrupt this serious moment to tell you something funny that happened on Mother's Day? Please. Can we have a moment of silence for Mother's Day? Yes, please. For all those. Shh. Okay. Um, because Mother's Day. We- like all the people that are offended by Mother's Day. <laughs> Did you know? Like I saw some post. It was like a letter to all the people grieving on Mother's Day. And it was like seven slides of like the mother this, the mother this, the mother. Like, oh, oh, it's going to get canceled. It probably might. Canceled. I don't know. I, mean, well, I feel like we can't win. No, you can't win. Okay. Well, I wasn't even thinking about how we are like totally offending, offending humanity. I was thinking about how offended I am by Mother's Personally. Day. Because every and year. And expectations. Yes. And I don't That's know what why. I'm saying. Nobody wins. No. Even if you don't have a grief Nobody associated wins. with it, you are grieved because it always falls short of expectations. I'm getting ready to cancel it now that you said that in my own home. And so this, <laughs> so le- what happened this, this last time? Mother's Day, and so I'll just keep it, I'll keep it really short. But we were, my son had, my youngest, my little one had a 1.30 basketball game. Thank you so much, Sports League. Thank you for that. Is this like select or something? Are you paying He's money for this? seven. He's is playing this, through the little community it's not YMCA. Y or something. It is? Like it's like a nothing bomb. It's PSA, but that's, y'all don't know who that is if you're not local. It's not YMCA. No. And so he has a 130 game. They wouldn't have that. We can't. It's, it's. <laughs> <laughs> well, the C in YMCA is Christian, right? Isn't Why, it? Why young men's Christian. Christian. Yeah, something. Something. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Okay, so listen to me. Please focus, everyone. Squirrel. Squirrel, squirrel. Um, that's the next episode where we talk about yeah. that. Okay, but let me go back to this. So we are getting ready. Oh, they made me breakfast. They're so cute. These people are. They made you breakfast? Yes, my mom and my husband did. And then my teens came out all, oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, it's 920. You're fine. Okay. And so, and we're getting ready to go to church, all things. We need the jersey. We need the jersey for the game after church. Did you use Lysol on it? I did. <laughs> probably i can't find the jersey anywhere i cannot find the jersey okay this and i'm very methodical because my kids play a lot of sports they may not be the brightest the kindest (laughs) the whatever but we raise athletes the yanoffs do no thanks to me um and so i can't find i can't find the jersey anywhere and so finally um my older ones went to church and i'm like i'll meet you there and then my husband's like well just go i'm and so i end up going grumpy as can be we heather mcfatty and my husband Honest to goodness, gets an old VBS shirt and gets duct tape and duct takes over the scripture on the back of it with a number five so he can go to this game because they don't have enough players. So we, we, I say we, I end up saying like, hey, does anybody care if I don't go to the game? So my husband goes to the game. A fight breaks out. No. Between our coach and another. A fight, you guys. The police were called. And this is first kinder. Kinder. And so my husband had to break it up a little bit between the two coaches and the other team was so mad and all this, and, but I'm getting to the point as my husband's leaving the other team, many of the dads are standing by the only egress, if you will, the only exit. <laughs> I don't know why I use that word, but it made me laugh. Nah. The only exit there was. And so my husband's getting ready to leave and he's my little one. I mean, there's, it's high tension. Apparently my little one wants some popcorn. I don't know why he stopped and get on popcorn, but he did. And so as they're walking out, these dads approach him and they are like screaming at him. And one of the dads is like, I'm going to destroy you. And it's this whole thing. And my husband is like, 
what is what's happening? going on like what's where going are on your moms the- and would they approve of this right. behavior right and so at the moment the funniest thing ever happens he says to my husband and if you love your kid so much why are his shoes on the wrong feet <laughs> Apparently, my sweet husband had my son's basketball shoes on the wrong feet, okay? With the duct tape. And my husband says to the guy, that's what you're worried about? Look at his shirt. Like he's, we duct taped over a VBS shirt, right? And so we laugh. My husband gets home. It's still Mother's Day. Curse you, Mother's yeah. Day. And it goes downhill from there. But I did have to laugh and be like, okay, you know what? Like that is some really poor parenting. But that's third kid and he's better for it. Heather he's McFadden, better. He's got shoes he on can, the wrong feet and, and no he, jersey. And he probably showed him up. I don't know if he's any good, but he doesn't know any differently. <laughs> and you know what? Life went on and everybody yeah. survived. What he saw was some grown men acting like fools. Yeah. That's what he takes home from that. Not your parenting of the shoes. The shoes. That's Not true. the shoes. We had it's really like, good conversations about that later and choices people make and we love people and lost people act lost. I don't know if those people were lost, but we're going to call them lost. I think um, I was at a dinner mm-hmm. with my husband on a Mother's Day, mm-hmm. sitting at a cafe outside in West Village, which is part of Dallas. And there was a table behind me of college-aged or just out of college-age boys cussing up a storm, Mm -hmm. talking horribly about women. And I sure did turn around (laughs) and said, Yes, she did. It's Mother's Day. And I know your moms would not approve of how you're acting. And I'm not enjoying myself listening to you act like this. I sure did shame them right up and down. And you turned back around and one of them was like, who? And they were like, oh, sorry. No, they're like, what's with Karen? But I'm like, part of our job as moms is to (laughs) bring order to the chaos. And I'm guessing no moms were at that basketball game. I don't. Yeah, I sure wasn't. I mean, (laughs) all of the dads are all mad about having to. They were up too early having to make breakfast. So they're cranky pants. Right. Cranky pants. Taking on all the jobs that we were supposed to Mm -hmm. do that. This is what Mm -hmm. happens. A world without moms. A world without moms. Hey, what you kind guys, of disorder and chaos would happen? PSA: This is why these episodes aren't Patreon because <laughs> I don't know what you just got out of that. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. But Heather McFadden and I are keeping it real and saying, um, "Listen, people, hey. your kids don't—they don't have to be the center. No. You're going to screw it up. You're going to get it wrong. They're, they're going to be jealous, and you know what? They're, they're going to be okay for it. And a fight may break out at the local." <laughs> gymnasium on mother's day and your kid's got a duct tape jersey and it's okay it's gonna be okay whatever you just did today everyone you rest in that because cynthia yanoff's done worse (laughs) are you mesmerized by cynthia's mess mesmerized do they even know why you make that reference no talk about that for two seconds oh two seconds i have a podcast called mesmerized come listen everyone but But only after you listen to but the story is you you love messes Mm -hmm. And well, it's mesmerized with two. Yeah, it's mesmerized with two S's like mess. And that's kind of I just like to normalize what we're all walking through. And we like to talk parenting, but really more than anything, if the definition of mesmerized is to be singularly focused on something. I don't know about you, Heather. I do know about you, actually. But I'm mesmerized by everything around me in the mess. I'm mesmerized by my phone on any given day, by by platform, by achievement, by um, image. Other people's opinions of our kids. Control. Keeping our kids happy. Right? Yeah. And I just feel like the Lord has just really spoken into my life. Like, if you're going to be singularly focused on anything, be mesmerized by me. And so mm-hmm. how do we do that? Like, how do we... How do we live mesmerized by the Lord? How do we take what we heard Sunday at church and that's going to impact Tuesday when I'm trying to figure out why my kids doing what they're doing? And so that's what 
mesmerized is my podcast. We try to laugh a lot and be honest. And we have the same thing as you. Cool people on that talk well, about it. Sounds it sounds a lot like my first podcast, God-Centered Mom. I well, I knocked it off. This is awkward. <laughs> this is awkward. Huh, I guess we'll leave it at that. I, mean, I just, I just was got straight to the point. Be God centered, and you're like mesmerized mm-hmm. is so no. God centered. Felt so. It felt. Like, I felt too judged. Holy, it is judging. I felt it's judged. judgy. It's like I'm, I'm already failing, and I haven't even listened. So anyway, but if if there is a copyright issue, I, I, <laughs> I used to be a lawyer. Well, <laughs> there's a whole nother story there. All right, thanks, y'all. Bye. Okay, y'all, thanks for joining Cynthia and I again today. I hope that you just left and a little bit reminded of what really matters in your mothering. I'm going to say a quick prayer for us as we do this parenting gig. Uh, Lord, I do thank you that we do not have to make our kids the center of our worlds, that they are the center of your heart. And there's not a moment that you are not attentive to their needs and aware of their story. You have their lives planned out and you see the whole thing at once. And Lord, I pray that we would surrender that to you, that we would recognize happiness is not a mark of good mothering, that our kids' contentment is not the goal, that we seek you first and gain your guidance and that we are singularly focused, mesmerized by you, like Cynthia said, so that these things lose their hold of importance on our hearts, that we would worry less about what other people think about our kids, duct tape jerseys or shoes or behaviors or attitudes, and be most focused on them knowing who you are. And that starts with us being in relationship with you, God. I pray for each mom and dad who listens today that they would be drawn closer to you uh, in their own quiet moments, if those exist, or even in the midst of the chaos, Lord, that they could turn to you in a breath prayer and ask for your guidance and your help and your support and, and to increase their belief and trust that you are able to guide them in parenting. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, y'all, there it is. Week two, episode 415 of the summer of mentorship. Uh, Thanks y'all for joining me. If you've been liking these episodes, I know they're a little different, a little snarky, uh, but with some perspective, share them with your friends. We would love to see that on socials. And yeah, like we said, if you've got some great newborn or pregnancy pics that you want to share, make sure you tag Don't Mom Alone or Cynthia Yanoff and on Insta. And we would love to see them and share them. And lastly, uh, one thing that the company who books my ads is trying is dynamically inserting ads into the show. And those will appear at the end of the episode and they won't be read by me. And my request to y'all is I don't get to know exactly which sponsors they're going to choose. And so if you ever hear something and you're like, "Mm, I don't think that goes with Heather's brand, let me know. And I will let them know and we will remove it. But I am excited to be able to have a new way to uh, help support this show. And so that is through these ads. And I know y'all are so gracious. So thank you for being on Team Don't Mom Alone. All right, I'll see you back here next week. Adios.